Good morning. My second time in 20 years. So um, this year we've been talking about identity and we've heard a number of of personal stories and I believe that I would could share my story at least a part of it in how I got to be here and uh, that's that's what my plan is for this morning but to start out I want to ask everybody to think about a question once you graduate start working where do you want to be about 20 years after graduation what is that career path that dream job that you would want to be doing uh, when you could well I'm living that dream job I grew up (coughs) excuse me I grew up here in York Uh, My family moved to York in 1970 when my dad took over as business manager for York College, uh, which at that time was the chief financial officer. And so I grew up, uh, went to elementary school over there in Sack Hall when it was part of the public elementary school and graduated from York High. Uh, During that time, I had my best friend, uh, Brian Miller, his dad worked here as well. His dad was the academic vice president. And so we started talking about our desires for the future, and we had made a pact that we would come back, and he would be president, and I would be uh, vice president of finance. Well, I made it, but he didn't. So... Um, But uh, the path that took me to here is not the one I would have desired and and, uh, designed for myself. So um, that's what I want to tell you about is a little bit of my story. So uh, when I graduated high school, I came to York College. At that time, it was a two-year school, and so... I finished with my associate's degree and transferred uh, to Harding University down in Arkansas, uh, which is another Christian school. And by the way, I have my grandson here, so he may not, he may have to come see me. Um, The, uh, so I went to, on to Harding University and knowing what my goals were and what I liked, uh, I got my accounting degree. And uh, as uh, any senior trying to make their plans for the future, uh, Harding had uh, places come and and interview graduates or uh, seniors. And at that time, an accounting uh, person, the the way to go and, and move on to your future was to work for one of the big eight accounting firms. And Harding had a number of uh, those com- uh, companies come and interview, but they came from Dallas and Houston. They were big cities that could uh, hire a lot of uh, young accountants. And um, 
I just wasn't from down there in the uh, Texas world, and I know many of you are, uh, but uh, I didn't really want to go further south because I did want to come up back up here to Midwest. Uh, my wife, Denise, uh, was from Wisconsin. I'm from Nebraska. I didn't want to go further south. But uh, uh, those companies, they interviewed me, but uh, they, and when I told them, send my resume up here to the north, to Kansas City, to Omaha, uh, to look uh, to Chicago, well, those towns had plenty of interviews from students in those areas, and my resume did not make any uh, inroads into those companies. So uh, getting later in the semester, and I was told, oh, the state of Arkansas is uh, hiring. And so I thought, okay, let me just put some more resumes out there. And I got an interview. Um, I didn't think much about it. Uh, it's not what I had wanted to do. Uh, it would be auditing, but, you know, it's for the government, right? Didn't want to uh, take that. But uh, as I graduated, actually it was a week after I graduated, that they called up and offered me a job. And so by then that was my only offer, so I took it. Um, so we started working in Arkansas in a little town called Dumas, Arkansas, and I was what's called a field auditor. And lo and behold, uh, they put me as my primary responsibility to audit public schools and participate in audits of some of the state universities in Arkansas. So I had no idea what I that I was going to be a part of that. Uh, but right from the beginning, uh, God had a better plan for me than I had for myself. And he put me into this job that... Uh, started learning about university uh, processes, business, the finance area of uh, colleges and universities. So I was learning and, and uh, doing some audits there. And by then, we had gotten to transfer to Searcy, Arkansas, which is where Harding University is at, because that's the only tie I had to Arkansas. Um, no family there, no uh, relatives. And so I uh, was working out of Searcy, still doing those audits. And um, one evening after church, Wednesday night church, one of my uh, classmates that I'd gone through Harding with in the accounting uh, stopped and talked to me afterwards, and, and she was from another church, so I was surprised to see her there. And she says, hey, we're, we're growing in our department, and we're going to have a new position. Want to know if you would be interested in applying? And so I thought, oh, yeah, this, this would be something I would like. Uh, this is not at York, but it's working in uh, higher ed in Christian education. And so uh, I went and interviewed and, and told my wife, I'm just going to talk, you know, and, and uh, um, because ultimately it was uh, an offer 
for working more hours for less pay. And so it was not the uh, ideal uh, job offer uh, from that perspective, from a financial perspective, but it was what I wanted to do. And so I came home and said, I, I took the job. And she says, you did what? <laughs> and so uh, uh, I started working for Harding University. And uh, then uh, my children were born and they're growing up and, and uh, we were settling in pretty well there. Uh, uh, and I felt at that time my goal in life had changed and I would be in Christian higher education, but be at uh, Harding University, not at York College. And so I was getting comfortable, kids were growing up uh, and uh, really wasn't looking. And then I get a call out of the blue from President Wayne Baker and he says he and his wife are traveling through Arkansas, wanted to take Denise and I out to supper. And I go, oh, okay, what's that all about? Um, I, because it's my alma mater, I was donating back to uh, York College. So, you know, I was a donor, but at $10 a month, that uh, wasn't going to uh, uh, usually get a... a visit from the president. So um, we went to supper, and yes, he had an opening up here that he would like me to uh, come and work at your college. Well, with uh, my children growing up there, I had my oldest was a senior in high school, and I, I just said, I just can't see myself moving the family right now. Uh, so I, I put him off, but he didn't give up on me. And uh, he kept talking to me, and we make, ended up making a deal where uh, I came in April, and uh, my family finished uh, the school year in Arkansas and joined me uh, two months later. And that's how I ended up here 20 years ago. And uh, I've been working my dream job ever since. Now, working your dream job does not always mean it's roses. <laughs> I told you he'd... Uh, and uh, that's Marshall, if you need to know. That's, that's Marshall. Uh, uh, and my daughter, Hannah. You know. so, um, but... Uh, uh, so, looking back, I can see how God prepared me for this work and put me in places that I would not have chosen and at times that I would not have chosen. But God has blessed me, and he's blessed me with uh, a job that, as Jared Stark uh, mentioned last week, that had meaning. Uh, that has meaning, and I have been pleased to work for this institution now almost 20 years and plan on continuing a few more years. Um, but uh, it's not my real identity. 
my identity is a child of God. It's a part of God's family where I've got brothers and sisters here that I work with, that uh, we share our love of God with all of you. And you never know what path uh, life may take, and uh, your dream job may not have that meaning that uh, mine did, but still pursue the meaning, as, as Jared mentioned. Even if it is not in your job, it can still be in other aspects of your life. So you've heard about identity in Christ uh, from a number of people, and I wanted to leave with you uh, part of my favorite scripture from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, to describe to you the life that an identity in Christ would look like. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If you have any, or if any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So we try to live that kind of life. We fail at times. I fail at times. But uh, that's how we try to live our lives and show you that life in every day.